listening to The Real Glow Up, a podcast designed to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Savannah Fletcher, and it's my hope that we can grow and glow together. Episode number 18 today, we are going to chat about co-parenting. All right, so this can be a touchy topic. I feel like I need a disclaimer in here. I am not a psychologist. I have no training, only experience. However, that was the point of this podcast. That is the point of this cod, cod past podcast. That is the point of this podcast is for us to grow and glow together, right? So the way I share things is by experiencing them and then sharing them with you guys. That's kind of how I've always done the podcast is I share things from a place of experience and that's how we do things around here. So if you're new here, welcome. Now you kind of got a gist of how things work around here. I'm not a professional. I just am real. I just share my life and try to be authentic and vulnerable even though it's scary and I sometimes hate it and just want to be invisible if I'm being honest. I do it because I know people benefit from it and I know people appreciate it. And I know that because you guys share that with me and you message me and you keep me going. And so I appreciate you guys for accepting me and allowing me and encouraging me to continue to share. So over the last year, wow, it's been over a year, year and a year and a couple months, (laughs) year and a couple months, I have learned how to co-parent and never thought it was something I would have to learn to do. Never thought that I would not be with Matilda's dad, but it happened and for the better and we're both happier and in better places and doing well and it's not been an easy journey. Not going to sugarcoat it, not going to lie, but we, I can't, I'm speaking for myself. I feel we are in a great place and we are doing a great job co-parenting. Matilda is happy. Her teacher noticed from, you know, August of last year to May of this year, a lot of progress. Just said that she was excelling more than ever before. And I truly believe that's because both her father and I are happier now. And we are taking care of ourselves. And even though Matilda is living in, you know, a double household, she's going between two houses, there's still consistently and consistency and there's still schedule. And we've kind of established, I don't want to say rules, but kind of guidelines. We haven't said, here are our rules, but I kind of hold myself to a certain standard. I have standards that I now hold myself to after seeing friends and other people close to me going through co-parenting situations and, and learning how to navigate that because it's, even though this is a reality for so many people in 2019, there's not much out there that gives us advice on how to do it, right? There's really not. So as I was going through these things, I just kind of thought, kind of like, it sounds so silly, but kind of like the golden rule. If this was happening to me, how would I feel? And I paid attention to how the people around me felt in the situations they were in and kind of the ways that they were being, being treated in the situations they were going through. And I just kind of watched and I learned and I took it in because the reality is, guys, whether you like it or not, co-parenting is not about you. It's not about you. If you made the decision to not be with your child's other parent, 
you still have to parent with them. You still have to parent with them. And it's not always easy, but it's not about you. It's about the child. And we need to get over ourselves and remember that. So sorry for the harsh reality. Sorry for the reality check. Maybe some of you appreciate it. Maybe some of you don't. I don't know. But I'm going to share with you my guidelines, my kind of standards that I hold myself to. So here we go. So I was honestly laying in bed one night and I was thinking about, who knows, let's be honest, who knows what I was thinking about, right? I am the worst at falling asleep. I'm the worst because that's when my brain keeps going. I literally have to keep a notebook or a notepad or I love the notepad in my phone. I, I keep it next to me because I randomly have things placed on my heart and in my mind and I sometimes know I'm supposed to share them. And sometimes I just am like, I don't know what this is about, but I need to write it down. Or sometimes I feel like I have a million idea, million dollar idea. And it's probably not even a good idea, but I was laying in bed and all of these just kind of came to me. And I felt like this was something that I was supposed to share And it. And so I have about eight things, eight different kind of standards that I hold myself to. Again, for a third time disclaimer, I am not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I am just a co-parent. I'm just a mom. I'm just a 28-year-old woman trying to figure this stuff out the best I can. First thing, remove emotions from the equation. Listen, we have to remove emotions from the equation. Again, you are no longer in a relationship with your child's other half. So your emotions towards that person can't really matter anymore because it's not about you. It's about the child. So we've got to let go of our egos and we have to use logic. And this is not easy. Believe me. But it goes back to kind of even what we talked about in episode 17. Learning to retrain your thoughts. Pausing for that moment of deep breaths and positivity. Because you have to take your ego and your emotion out of the equation and use logic. Use fact. Because when we react with emotion, it's generally not from a place of fairness. And it's usually from a place of hurt and anger and bitterness. And so we're not going to generally be thinking clearly. So try to use logic. And if you need a moment to process it, take that minute. Okay. But you can't, you can't react from a place of emotion. You just can't. You've got to be an adult. You've got to put your big girl pants, put your big boy pants, get it together and be an adult. You, you have to, like, it's not easy. You guys, I get it again. I've, I've, I know this from experience. It's not easy, but you have to learn to let go of your ego. You have to, you have to. I have an episode on ego too. Can't remember what episode that was, but I'll put it in the show notes for you guys. Next, mind your business. That's the next thing. Mind your business. You have to mind your own business, honestly. And this is just as it sounds. And honestly, probably one of the most important things. Your business is your business and their business is theirs. And some of you are going to completely disagree with me because you think you need to know every single detail about your significant other and what's going on in their life so that you can still have control of this situation. But the reality is you are no longer granted access to every single detail of their life. 
You need to trust that their other parent will care for them while they are there. And that's hard. I understand. But you have to trust that while they have your child, they will, while they're in possession of them, that they will care for them. And that's it. You can't be focused on them and what's going on in their life because it's not your business. Your business is your child. That's that's what your business is. If it has to do with your child, maybe that makes sense. Okay. So if it has to do with your child, that makes sense. But unless it has to do with your child, because not every situation does, you don't always need to know. You don't always need to know right away until it matters. Okay. So you have to trust that they're going to, you know, take care of them and that they're going to have what's in their best interest. And you have to be focused on what's best for your child and not what you think is best for your ex and not what you think that they should be doing. Because the reality is you can't control them anymore. And trying to do so will either lead to exhaustion or anger or both. So instead of focusing on them and what's going on in their life, try to focus that back on yourself. What can you do? How can you what it, what is in your control right what can you control next thing don't be a scorekeeper we have to allow and give grace you can't be a tit for tat person you can't keep score oh they did this so i'm going to do that you can't use someone else's shitty behavior to justify your own we all make mistakes so let's learn from ones that your partner may be making may or may not have made recognize hey i don't want to make that same i don't want to make that same you know mistake i don't want to i don't want to do that because that makes me feel like crap all you can do is address it in a calm way right using fact and reality and logic and not your ego not emotion or you can hope and pray that it doesn't happen again and then if it does happen a second time address it once it becomes a real issue because you can't address every teeny tiny thing. Again, that's going to lead to exhaustion. You are not in control of everything anymore. And that was one of the hardest parts and has been one of the hardest parts of co-parenting because I am a control freak. I like control of, I like control. I just do. And so it was hard for me to no longer have that control, but I, but trying to have control all the time just is exhausting and you can't do it. You have to put that energy into yourself. Next thing, watch your mouth. You have to watch your mouth. Do not speak ill to others at all about your ex. Just don't. Like you can have those couple close friends that you confide in, but you want to make sure that if you are confiding in people, that they are people that are going to be honest with you and give you advice based on fact and not, again, emotion. You don't want a friend that's like, oh yeah, he shouldn't have done that or she shouldn't have done that. You're, you're, you don't want a friend that always thinks you're right because that's not a friend. That's like an instigator. You need someone that when you are wrong is going to say, listen, I don't think that's right. And that's one of the things I love about Brian and I is that he's not afraid when I'm in the wrong, when it comes to co-parenting with Matilda's dad, he's not afraid to say, listen, I, I don't think that's right. Or I don't agree with that. 
he's not afraid to call me out on that. And he has helped me. I'm so thankful for him going through this co-parenting journey because he has honestly helped me. Like he's called out my BS and he's helped me realize "Mm, you are right. I was reacting from a place of emotion and ego and I don't want to do that. So make sure if you're confiding in someone that you are confiding in the right people. It's very important, very important. And you don't want to speak, you especially don't want to be speaking about your ex in front of your child or around your child or on social media because that stuff's going to be there forever. You guys, you don't want your children to look back on social media years from now thinking, wow, wow or have hurt or anger towards you because you posted that and they thought things were one way and now they're seeing all these posts that they that came out and just whatever like there's no need to keep it to put that stuff on social media just don't do it and don't allow other people to do it because your kids are listening and they hear things whether you think they do or not and they don't deserve to hear you talking poorly about their other parent whether you feel that way or not so be really careful and watch your mouth Next thing, consistency. A consistent schedule will not only create ease for your child during the the transition periods, it will help decrease any chance of miscommunication when it comes to scheduling conflicts with your ex. It just will. If you have a schedule set in place, keep it the same. It's easier for everyone. It just is. I get vacations happen and You know, sometimes um, days need to be traded or whatever, but for the most part, keep it consistent for your sanity, for your child's, you know, um, comfort, just for everything. It just makes it a lot easier. Um, Communication is the next thing. So important. It just is. And this can be hard because communication probably wasn't the greatest in your relationship if you're no longer together, right? Yeah. So You know, your relationship could have ended due to a lack of this, but to successfully co-parent together, you've got to get a grip. You have to be able to communicate to each other about all things related to your child. You have to keep the other parent in the know. You have to keep the the other parent informed. They are still that child's other half. They still deserve to know when they go to the doctor, what the doctor said, you know, Things like that, they are still their other parent. They still deserve to be informed. Okay, so now preach the positive. And each of these things are just getting harder and harder for your ego if that's something that you struggle with. So you're also going to really have to do some of that positive self-talk we talked about in episode 17 and really do some of the inner work before you do these things consistently, guys. These are not things that I was able to do at first and have and still sometimes struggle with, but there are things that I have learned to do over time and learned that are important for my daughter because that's what co-parenting is about. It's about her. And these are things that I've learned are important. So I've continued to do the self-work on me so I am able to do the things that I'm sharing with you today. So this next one is preach the positive. And that can be hard. You know, your child is going to struggle at first, especially depending on their age, some more than others depending on their age. But Just as it's your job not to speak ill about the other parent, it's also your job to help your child see the positive in the situation that's happening and to help you show them that that their other parent is still their parent, that they're allowed to love them. So, you know, one of the things that, that I did with my daughter is I, because she 
would always say when, when this first happened, she would say, I don't have a family anymore. And guys, that crushed me. That hurt so bad. She would say, I don't have a family. I don't have a family anymore. And so I started to tell her, you do. You have so much family that loves you. And guess what? Now you get two houses and you get two bedrooms and you get two places with toys and you get two Christmases. And, you know, that was exciting for her. I tried to help shift her focus, even as a child, from the negative to the positive. And I really helped her. One of the things that I really that really helped, I think, in the initial transition period when when Matilda and I got our own place together was I helped her be involved in the decision making when it came to her room. You know, like how do you want it decorated? What do you what do you want to do? And I left I had nothing. So I had to get everything new. And so, you know, maybe you go to even a resale shop or whatever. It could be something simple. Maybe you just get a couple wall decals, you know, helping them make it feel like their own and helping them feel comfortable in the new environment they're in. So, you know, preaching the positive and this can go, you know, some of the things I struggled with after that, after the initial, you know, oh, you have two houses now, that kind of stuff. It was pick up and drop off, right? Like sometimes she didn't want to come with me, which was hard. And sometimes she didn't want to go with her dad, which was hard. But it was our job to say, oh my gosh, but you're going to have so much fun with dad or you're going to have so much fun with mom. Like mom is so excited to see you or dad is so excited to see you. You know, they love you so much and they miss you just as much as I miss you when you're not here. So you have to preach that positive. They deserve that, you guys. It's not about you. Okay, it's about that child. It's about your child. They didn't choose the situation that you're in. You did. So you have to do what's best for them in this situation. Lastly, don't prod and pry your child on what's going on in your other parent's life, in their other parent's life. It is not your child's job to update you on that other parent. If you have a question that you want to know, you need to go directly to the other parent. Don't prod and pry them on details or information and certainly don't ask them to hide something from the other parent. Your child should not be partaking in things that need to be quote unquote hid. And if, and again, if there is a question that needs to be asked, just ask. Have the courage and calmness to ask them yourself. That's where the communication, that clear communication is going to begin and start to develop. And they won't always answer you. You won't always know. But if they feel you need to know, they will tell you. So you've got to have that respect and that courage and that decency to ask the other parent when you want to know something, when you're curious, when you have a question. You can't ask your child those things. You can't, you know, quiz them. It's just, it it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to them. So we can't do that. You guys, my situation and your situation could be completely completely different. We could have similarities and we could have differences, but a lot of these things are going to help you, but a lot of these things are going to require you to put away your pride, put away your ego, and do what's best for your child. And that's what I want people to remember when it comes to co-parenting is that it's not about you. It's about the child. And I've said that a million, million times in this episode. And remember that it's not going to be easy at first. It could come easier and more quickly for some than others. Everyone's journey, just as it is with self-development, is going to be different 
with co-parenting because everyone's situation is different. And you may not be able to do these things right now, but start with one. Pick one of these things that you want to work on and then go to two and then go to three and then start adding in more and more and more and then hold yourself to that high of a standard because you want to be treated this way, right? Like these things that we talked about, you want that other co-parent to respect you that way and and give you all of these things. So why wouldn't you give it to them? So start by adding a couple of these things in, start doing it consistently, and that doesn't mean that when you don't start when you don't see it in return initially, that doesn't mean that you get to stop. That doesn't mean that you should stop. We can't use someone else's crappy behavior to justify our own crappy behavior. So just because we're not seeing these things happen back right away, doesn't mean that we get to stop. I want to really encourage you to keep trying, keep leaning in, keep doing these things. Co-parenting is a constant evolving and growing thing together, but I know that I want to do everything on my end and I want to do everything that I am in control of to the best of my ability to be the best co-parent that I can be. And so I'm going to continue doing that no matter what the situation holds because I know that's what's best for Matilda, for my daughter. So I hope this encourages you to do the same. It's not easy. It's not going to be easy, but it's worth it. That's like anything on The Real Glow Up. It's not always easy, but it's worth it. You guys are the best. Thanks for tuning in to another week of The Real Glow Up. This was a lot. Today's episode was a lot. We talk about some hard stuff on here, and I know self-growth can be hard, but keep it up. I'm so inspired by you guys. I'm so inspired by your stories, by your growth, and I just love growing and glowing alongside of you. If you enjoyed today's episode, hop over to iTunes and leave me a review. Again, they mean the world, and it helps us reach more people. And if you like today's episode or you know someone that could use it, share it with them. Share it with them. That's the point of this is to share it and to grow together. So thank you guys and see you next week.